everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the education series in the BTS podcast. I'm your host, Ciara Minova, and in this week's education series, we are diving into developmental psychology, in particular, Jean Piaget's theory of cognitive development. Let's get started. So what is cognitive development? Cognitive development is the process by which a child's understanding of the world changes as they grow older and experience life. Studying cognitive development allows us to gain a deeper understanding of aspects like attention, memory, perception, language, decision-making, and thinking, which are all factors of the developed adult brain. The process of a child developing is truly fascinating. As our brain develops, so do our cognitive abilities. In developmental psychology, there are mainly two predominant theories of human development. These are known as continuity and discontinuity, or also referred as continuous and discontinuous human development. So continuous development emphasizes that human development occurs gradually. So think of continuity like the growth of a tree. The growth is gradual and progressive. On the other hand, discontinuous development can be seen as walking up a flight of stairs. It has defined stages that are different from the previous one and the one before. So think of them more as in steps. Jean Piaget, who we are discussing today, his theory was based more in the development of stages, so discontinuous development. So who was Jean Piaget? Piaget was a Swiss biologist who became known as one of the most prominent figures in developmental psychology, although he liked to refer to himself as a genetic epistemologist and constructivist, which you can do more reading on if interested. Piaget was interested to understand how a child acquires knowledge as they develop He tackled these questions by conducting interviews and assessing children through different cognitive tasks, open-ended questions, and interviews. Funnily enough, his whole theory was essentially based on testing his three children, which is honestly quite crazy. So anyway, according to Piaget's theory, children construct knowledge through exploration and manipulation. So he said, children have real understanding only of that which they invent themselves, meaning that play was a very important aspect of development and learning. He coined the term little scientist to describe an infant who experiments as he or she explores the world around them. And in doing so, they go through four stages of maturation. So let's discuss these four stages. Piaget proposed that we continually adapt to our environment, but development involves these four distinct discontinuous stages. And at each stage, a child's understanding of the world is represented, while only the final stage is an accurate representation of our reality. These four stages are Sensory motor, which is between zero to two years. Pre-operational, generally between two to seven years. Concrete operational, between seven to 11 years. And then formal operational, so this is 12 plus years. Now let's go into these stages in more detail. The first stage is the sensory motor stage, which as I mentioned is typically between zero to two years. During the stage, the child focuses on physical sensations and on learning to coordinate his body, so experiencing the world through movement and senses, hence the sensory motor stage. The exploration is done through things like sucking their thumb, grasping things, looking around, and listening. Children at this stage are very egocentric, so they can only view the world from their own perspective and not others. In the latter ages of this stage, however, children essentially develop what he called object permanence, as well as mental representation, typically after eight months, which is perhaps the most important achievement for children at this stage. 
Object permanence is the understanding that objects continue to exist even when they cannot be seen or heard. So in the sensory motor stage, if a parent hides the child's toy under the blanket, for example, the child doesn't yet understand that the object is under the blanket. They would be confused. They would think it's gone. He developed a task called the AB task, which basically represents this understanding. So typically in the beginning, they do not have this object permanence. However, after the ages of eight months, they begin to develop this understanding. Mental representation also starts to develop at this stage, but in the latter stages as well. Think of mental representation of being able to hold a picture in your head. So think of the time you went on vacation and you were sipping a pina colada in the Maldives. I mean, I doubt the kids would be thinking of that, but they have this ability to begin to collect mental pictures or what Piaget named as schemas to symbolize and to represent objects. And this generally happens after the child has mastered the object permanence. Now, the second stage is the pre-operational stage, and this is between two to seven years. Children use words and images to represent things in this stage, but they lack reasoning. They often struggle with understanding the idea of constancy. One of Piaget's classic tasks was the conservation of liquid task. So what happens in this task? So imagine there are three cups. Two of those cups are identical. Let's say they are short in nature and they have equal amounts of water in it. Then there is a third cup, and this one's thin and longer than the other two cups, and there's currently no water in it. So what Piaget did was ask the child, if I pour this water into the long cup, and he would ask them, will the water be the same amount or different? Now, I hope you as an adult would know that if I pour water from a short cup into a long one, the water will still be the same. But children in this stage do not have that reasoning. They would say that the longer cup has more liquid just because the cup is thinner and much longer, so it hence gives that representation. So they still lack that reasoning. The emergence of language is also one of the major attributes of the pre-operational stage of development. So between two to three years, children develop an internal representation of the world, developing symbolic play. For example, speaking into a banana as if it was a telephone or using a stick to pretend it's a sword. Between two to four years, they also develop transductive reasoning, inferring from one thing to another, leading to correct or incorrect conclusions. For example, thinking clouds are blue because they saw a painting of blue clouds or thinking that I want to sleep, so therefore it must be nap time rather than actually looking at the time to see whether or not it's nap time. So at this stage, even though kids learn through pretend play, they still struggle with logic and taking the point of view of other people. So they are still egocentric at this stage. Stage three is the concrete operational stage, and this is between seven to 11 years. In this stage, children have now developed a level of maturity to use logical thought, but their way of thinking is concrete and can only be applied to physical objects. They still lack abstract thinking or logic. In this stage, they can finally pass the conservation liquid task, as well as the reversibility or classification task. So reversibility is when the child now understands that the cup of water that was poured into another cup can be poured back and still remain the same. The egocentrism of the previous stages begin to disappear here as well as they become better about thinking about how other people are thinking or how other people might view a situation. Conversation and their skills are now developed and kids in this stage also begin to understand that their thoughts are unique to them and not everyone else necessarily shares their thoughts, feelings, and opinions. So in the past, if you ask, what is your favorite candy? And they say M&Ms and you ask, what is your friend's favorite candy? They might also say M&Ms, whereas now they understand that each person may have their own distinct thoughts and feelings. They also tend to develop more schemas as well as anxieties and other things. So they start to have more socially based concerns. 
And finally, the last stage is known as the formal operational stage, and this is between 12 years and plus. At this point, adolescents and young adults become capable of seeing multiple potential solutions to problems and think more about the world around them in a scientific manner. They are finally able to use deductive reasoning, understand abstract ideas, and increase in their logical thinking. They apply their logic to real or imaginary objects, and their relationships become increasingly more important, relationships with not only themselves, but with others as well. The ability to think about abstract ideas and situation is the key to the formal operational stage of cognitive development. There are, of course, much like any theory, limitations to Piaget's cognitive development theory. For example, he does not consider culture and social factors on the development and cognition of children, which we know today plays a big part of the way we develop and reason. There have been works of other researchers in this area as well, which have shown that Piaget's work overestimates the ability of adolescents and underestimates infants' ability. One study by Barjon and DeVos wanted to study object permanence, and they found that children show a level of surprise when they see something missing which isn't the norm or is an impossible event. This test was called the violation of expectation. In one of their studies, basically what happened was infants were shown a large or a small carrot moving along a track and passing behind a screen with a window in it. It should have been possible to see the large carrot pass through the window, but not the small one. Infants who are even as young as three months old showed surprise and they stared longer when they saw the impossible event happen. For example, the large carrot did not appear in the window, but not when they saw the possible event happen. So that's when the small carrot did not appear. So children as young as three months can show surprise if objects violate physical rules and they tend to stare longer when there is a violation of the object or expectation. But despite limitations, Piaget played a huge role in the way we understand childhood cognitive development and the way we grow. It helped our understanding of children's intellectual growth and helped teachers identify the relevance of play and experimentation. And as always, I'd like to end it with a quote by Piaget himself. Children should be able to do their own experimenting and their own research. Teachers, of course, can guide them by providing appropriate materials, but the essential thing is that in order for a child to understand something, he must construct it himself, he must reinvent it. Every time we teach a child something, we keep him from inventing it himself. On the other hand, that which we allow him to discover by himself will remain with him visibly for the rest of his life. And although applied to children, I think this can even apply to us adults as well, to continuously construct and reinvent ourselves and what we understand of the world around us. Well, there you have it. We have reached the end of another education series episode on the BTS podcast. I'd like to remind you once again that this was a brief introduction to the field of developmental psychology, and I would highly recommend that you do more research if interested. And if you did like this episode, please do subscribe, share, and also leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your listening platform to help us grow. In our next episode, we will discuss another cognitive development theory by the Russian psychologist Lev Vygotsky. Stay tuned, and we'll catch you guys next time.